Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. The journey of today. That's what we need to focus on moment by moment, minute by minute. Not sure if you saw my video last night, but I'm home. It's good to be back from Nebraska. Picked up a little cold on the way, got a sty in the eye. I jammed my thumb. Was just crazy over the last 24 hours. And I was laughing because I thought, you know, this is the beginning of the 21-day challenge. I don't know. Maybe the hairy-legged one, the evil one out there, does not want me to start this on the right foot. And sure enough, this morning, I had the battle. It's the first day. I am excited about it, but at the same time, I'm not feeling so hot. I'm in bed. I woke up three o'clock. I'm like, okay, that's a little too early to get up and pray. Five o'clock came around. I woke up at that time and I did not get up. I was super tired. I'm like, I need a little more sleep. Now, looking back, was that me? Was that the evil one? I don't know, but I was trying to love myself and to give myself a little bit more time to get a little bit more sleep to hopefully repair this body that's obviously fighting some virus and bacteria right now. And then 545 came around and that was when the moment happened. I need to decide, what am I going to do? Am I going to commit and hold myself accountable? Because I know later on, after this podcast, I've got to get on that membership group and tell them how my first day went. This is what the support group is all about. The support group is already helping me with my commitment to myself. So I got up, I prayed my mental prayer, I prayed the rosary, and while I was praying the rosary and I was sitting here, you know, kind of moaning and groaning about how bad I feel, I kept thinking about Jesus on the cross and Jesus being beaten. Of course, I was listening to the joyful mysteries, so those weren't the mysteries that I was reflecting on, but I can't help but think about Jesus's full life and the biggest sufferings and sacrifices that he did for the love of us. Dare I say that I felt like I needed to be a little Christ for the love of the people 
on those podcasts that are joining the 21 day challenge and anyone who is just trying to be happier, healthier, and holier soul, mind, and body. And so there was this beautiful enlightenment that came over me like, girl, it's okay. You've got a cold. <laughs> you can relax. <coughs> hmm. Uh-oh, it's starting to move down into my chest. Anyway, excuse me. You've got a cold, but you're not being beaten to death like Jesus. So get up, do your thing. Ask for the grace from God to fill you as you walk through this day and you do everything that you have committed. And by the way, I want you to do even more. This is what happened again while I was in prayer. So last night, if you watch my video on YouTube and it was a public one, it wasn't just in the members only group. I was sharing my three things that I was going to work on. My soul was going to be getting up and making sure that I do mental prayer every morning. Truth be told, I did about 25 minutes this morning. Not the 40 that I was looking for. Okay, I actually thought I was done. I was following a meditation and I got up and I realized, oh, I've got about 15 more minutes on this. Oops. So I didn't commit my whole hour, but I'm going to do it later as well. When I have a little bit more in the afternoon, a little bit more time to re-meditate and make up that last kind of half an hour. I don't want it to be a superstitious type thing. Like if I don't do a full hour, then it doesn't count because that's not at all. Excuse me. I've got a runny nose here. <laughs> that's not at all what this is about. It's about quality, not quantity and true meditation. So that's why I think, cause I did get into it. So I'd rather have 25 minutes of good stuff than an hour of distracted stuff. But even if your prayer is distracted, don't worry. God knows that you are giving your best. And if you stick with it, he says, you good and faithful servant. He gives you a big star. So keep going. And then my rosary, again, it was in bed. I will tell you, I did not go to my prayer place. I did not get up out of bed. I stayed in bed. And that was another thing that I want to get out of that habit. I've shared on my preparation for the soul that I moved myself to my set. So I pray in there and meditate in there. But today I had my heating pad in there. I was trying to sweat out the cold last night and I was just too comfortable, too warm. So that was a compromise for me. But at least I completed and yes, it was a good meditation. And the journey for today was God challenging me to go a little bit farther in my body challenge. For example, my soul, I told you about my two souls, right? I'm going to get up and pray every morning, try to do that hour and the rosary right after so that I don't blow it off later or whip through it and recite it and not pray it. And then my mind is all about learning things and putting videos together with good technology where I can share, you know, screen prints and everything. I've just been using a free software on my phone and it's super difficult to edit on a phone. Think about it. That's small. 
but I also don't have the money to download a whole big software thing for my laptop like some of those professional people out there that actually get paid a lot of money to do what they do. So I'm kind of in this situation where I've got to research and find some things that will work, but that are good enough so that when I come live or when I'm sharing information, slides help. Information needs to be communicated in a visual format as well as audible. So that's what I'm going to be trying to do. That's my mind. So I'm going to be learning that kind of stuff, but also learning things that I'm bringing to you, refreshing my own mind. Because when you teach someone something that you've learned, it's a lot different. You need to make sure that you remember all of the things that tweaked you to not only learn it, but commit it into practice in your life. So that's my mind. And there are going to be some great videos coming. By the way, I was checking out some comments and I've already gotten a few requests. So I will be putting together how to pray mental prayer. We will actually go through it together. We will pray all the way through. There will be pause. There will be silence. There will be the reading there. I will be guiding you through that. And then I'm also going to be putting together an actual meditation for you that you can listen to anytime and it is the mental prayer to help you petition to God to change those things in your life that you are seeking his grace and help for. So that's exciting stuff. And again, that's all in the membership group. So get on over there. Seriously, it's going to be awesome. And other people are asking for how do I kind of control my mind and my thoughts, therefore controlling my body? <clears throat> it's Excuse me, everyone. I just don't know what to do. I'd be pausing every second, clearing my voice. So bear with me on this. So if you get to the, you know, mastering your mind and capturing your thoughts, which should lead to your emotions being more peaceful and being able to deliver the spirits and also your actions and your words, so that's all kind of combined and it has to do with addictions. It has to do with your patterns of behavior and your habits that you have put in your life that may not be bringing you down too much, but they just might not be good habits. And I know one person out there in the membership group um, had said, and I think it's Kathy, you know, I just want to kind of get rid of my daily wine habit. It's one to two glasses. And I want to say, Kathy, rock on. <laughs> if I could do the one to two glasses all the time, I would not have a problem in my mind because one to two glasses is nothing for me. And over this weekend, I drank a lot. I did. I ended up shifting to vodka, but I still drank way more. It was a big party out at the branding and I fell right back into my not paying attention. I'm just going to have fun. And then boy, felt it the next day and then thought I was going to do better that night and felt it the next day. That could be why I got sick. Maybe my whole body was like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> I got to work on getting this poison out of her. And then maybe that's how I got sick. I have no idea. But I want to say one to two glasses, and yes, every night, that's okay. St. Padre Pio had a beer every single day. So, but, but, one comment that Kathy said made me think, hmm, if you're 
not feeling good the next day, if you're kind of groggy and all that kind of stuff, then maybe it's not good for you. Maybe you should go for a while without it and see. So this is a challenge for her. But these things all have to do with the, this is the practice. This is the being aware. It's being aware of those emotions that come up or those urges. Being aware of the body reacting to the change. So your body knows every day, Kathy, here's what's going to happen. Every single day, you are going to want to have that wine at that particular time. Why? Because your body's used to it. Your body expects it. Your body craves it. And so when that doesn't happen, it's not going to like it. It's going to put up a little fit. And that is where you need to say, look, body, (laughs) you don't own me. I own you. And then go through a multitude of things to shift your emotions, to distract that urge. And I'll do a video on that too. It's not just about capturing the thought and the emotion, but it's about what do you do with it and how do you change it? How do you disconnect that mind-body firing of those genes and of that habit and of those diseased genes that are being created based on that emotion? Again, we don't have to be talking about wine here. It could be anger and resentment and things that just slowly kill us inside because we are firing off these chemical reactions that when we get ahead of them, we can stop them and fire off good chemical reactions and great healing genes. So that's why this is so intricately connected. I almost feel weird splitting them into three categories, but It's the best way to to try and do that. That's the only way that I thought would make sense. And then lastly, the body. This is where God was challenging me this morning. As I'm sick in bed, you know, not wanting to do anything, the thought in my mind of him hanging on the cross for three hours and being beaten to a bloody pulp and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, man, God, you have made me such a baby (laughs) when it comes to being sick. And maybe that's why he doesn't allow me to get sick very often because I'm not sick often. I mean, in this kind of sick, I've got my autoimmune deficiencies, that vitiligo on my hands. I know I've had many other problems, my HPV virus. I know that I have leaky gut. I've got, you know, problems with my bowels and all that kind of stuff. And I know, oh, and what about my hives that I had last year? So I've got a lot of sickness, but colds and flus and things like that, I am the worst. I mean, I know women say that men are bad. I am a baby, baby. So again, that's why I think God doesn't allow me to get sick too much just for the poor people around me that have to deal with me. So that is one of the things is not to whine about it. And for my body, yes, I'm doing my 48 hour fast, uh, Sunday night after dinner. So I will eat dinner Sunday night. And then I won't eat again until Tuesday night at dinner, whatever time that was on Sunday. So I am not doing three days. I'm doing two days, 48 hours every week during the three weeks. So for three weeks, I'm going to do that. I will be putting a video together on intermittent fasting and prolonged fasting, what to do, what not to do, what to eat, what not to eat, because there are things that you can ingest and ones that you absolutely shouldn't. And ones that you absolutely should be paying attention to. And then also, who should do it? I did an 
hours into my 72-hour fast. I did say who should do it in the membership group, but I think there's a lot of people who might be teetering on, well, I don't know how much to do, so I might just kind of dive in on that a little bit and how to enter a fast and how to break a fast. It's really important that you don't just go mow down, you know, and a value meal. And if you're eating at McDonald's, Lord help you because that stuff is the worst for you. But you know, you shouldn't be having a huge meal. You should actually have a process to get yourself out of the fast so that your body can actually, what is the word? Take those benefits and make them be the maximum for you. Because if you slip, not slip, but if you just absolutely jam yourself with food, you're going to damage your mitochondria, the outside lining of your cells, because all of a sudden now you've got sodium and potassium and magnesium and all this stuff coming in at once in a big way. And it just goes right into your cells. And there's some damage that can be done. And I'm also going to share my last fast with my current fast. And I did that a little bit, but my most recent fast was totally disappointing. 72 hours. I know the first one was five. But there are diminishing returns once you get past three days. And I gained weight. I'll share all that with you. Very strange, very strange. And again, not doing it because of the weight, doing it because of the autophagy, which means to eat thyself. I am wanting my body to eat the dead proteins, the damaged cells, the scar tissue, the viruses and bacteria and all of the bugs, parasites, we've got them, guys. We're filled with them, and I want them gone. So that was my also test for my cold. So I'm not going to eat, and I'm telling you, I'm already hungry. <laughs> it's wild because yesterday I didn't have an appetite at all, but today I wake up, and I'm like, oh, darn it, I'm hungry. Well, I'm not going to eat today, so I'm going to go down and have some tea with nothing in it. But the other two things on the body, sorry, this is getting so long. God was like, come on, I haven't worked out all weekend, but I think it was good for me. I think I needed a rest for my legs. I was doing leg workouts and walking and all that kind of stuff to the point where my hip flexors were sore. Your hip flexors are the ones that are right up. <clears throat> they go parallel up and down or I should say they are vertical, um, and they're just on the sides of your hips, and they go down your thighs, your hips and your thighs. So when you do a runner stretch, you know, where you put one knee forward and you straighten the back leg, the back leg, it's the front of the thigh, it's the psoas muscle. Mine was sore and tight for days, and I was having problems walking, and I didn't connect the fact that I might be overworking out. So... I'm getting back to more strength, but doing it in a methodical way where I'm making sure that I'm doing certain muscle groups and allowing myself to recover. I just think I was giving myself a day of recovering. I might need two. And as the weather gets warmer, I'm sure there will be a lot more long walks out there because I have yet to take a long walk in, in a, probably about a week. It's been really tough since I'll just tell you this. I just read the daily readings. I'm like, it's the fourth Monday of Easter already. Like where <laughs> did April go? 
Yes, I've been all over God's green earth. I mean, driving down to Atlanta, then back home, then to Nebraska, then back home. Next Tuesday, we're going to be going down to Tennessee. Exciting stuff. But it's just crazy how the time has completely flown by. I couldn't believe it. Just amazing. But when you're busy and all of that, you may not be paying much attention to how you are working out your body, how you're eating. Everything's kind of messed up, mixed up. Your routine is shaken up. So from an eating perspective, I've been doing fabulous. From a drinking perspective, eh, not, especially when I was in Nebraska. So that's where I'm back to. So it's also the body working out and putting a schedule together that I can follow. So I know that I'm doing the right thing at the right times and allowing my muscles to grow. And then it comes down to the food and the wine. So I'm going to do the fasting, but the wine, Kathy, I'm shouting out to you. I'm going back to my Lent from two years ago. And I'm going to have two glasses of wine maximum or two drinks maximum a night when I decide I want to have a drink. So last night I did not. So that's, that's kind of the thing, right? Two drinks for me. And I'll let you know how that goes, everyone. And it's really a mental thing. And it's recreating a new habit. And it is detaching those synapses and those chemical reactions from firing off because when we pay attention and we fall back into our subprogramming, we can kick it right out. And then soon we'll have a new subprogram that has nothing to do with the old one. Our future will completely be different from our past. Okay, my goodness, a long one here, but boy, I had a lot to share. <laughs> a lot has happened and I want to be honest with you. And I want you to be honest with me. So get on out to YouTube. Seriously, I'm going to put in the membership link again. Join if you can. There's going to be a lot of goodies during these 21 days. There will be one video every day. I'll also do some things in the public group. I can't ignore you guys out there for sure. But the deets and the, and the you know more detailed stuff would be in the membership group. Plus the accountability already. People are already sharing what they're doing. They're telling me that they already feel accountable and it hasn't even started yet. And I know that I was accountable this morning because I knew that I had to come on a video. I had to come on a podcast and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you with my struggles and with how did I succeed to, to go over those hurdles or how did I fail? And looking back and, and examining my day, that's the journey of today. We've got to just slow down and pay attention. What is different from today than yesterday? How did yesterday go? Where did I see God? Where did I ignore God? Where did I absolutely choose to do exactly the opposite of God's will? And we do that a lot, but we don't always go back and look and see why. It's always the why. I, I find it funny that who, what, where, when, why, the why is like at the end when it should be the very first thing that we look at. Okay. So day one, it may not have started off on the best of foot, but it's all about how did we course correct? 
Or if we didn't course correct and we completely blew off our first commitment, how do we get back on the track? We just decide to do it again tomorrow or we do it later today. Again, my big thing is getting up first thing in the morning. I could have easily stayed in bed and said, I'll pray later. And if I prayed later, that's okay. I still would have had that time with God, but it wouldn't be the same. Why? Because I know this. Because I've looked at my days when I start them with God, and I've looked at my days when I haven't, and they are definitely different in a big way. That is the journey of today. So let's stay in today. Let's be present. Let's walk with God, start the day with him, talk with him, thank him, reach out for his grace, call on the power of Jesus' name to deliver those spirits that are going to taunt you all day today, all day. Don't, don't question that. You're going to have problems today <laughs> with whatever it is that you're going to do because they don't want you to get closer to God. So keep reaching out for God's grace and his protection and then review. Don't forget tonight to take a look back. How did it go? And then learn. And then we take the other, the next journey tomorrow. We have to look at our journey in 24 hours because that whole new day that the Lord says in the Bible is waiting for us. It is here and it is ours and we can have a whole new spirit and a whole new beginning. All right, everyone, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, Holy Spirit, we love you so much, and we ask that you fill us today with zeal, with love, with joy, with peace, with everything that we need in order to be happy and healthy and holy, and to bring your light by our witness through our life, through what we say, through what we do, through what we think, help us to always have God's heart in our bodies and our souls and our minds so that everything we do is evangelizing and being a disciple, sharing Jesus's love and mercy and the gospel with the world. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty, everyone, go be love. Ask the Holy Spirit to put a fire in you today. No matter what you're struggling with, no matter what external circumstances are going on from people, places, events, just rest in God. Lean back into him. He's got you. He does. Okay, find something more with God, everyone. Soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.